Um, big tech success story. Uh, and we want to bring on our next guest uh, to talk about it, not just for tech itself, uh, but these tech startups uh, in the next few years are uh, are going to, I wouldn't even say a good cause, but somewhere where you're really going to see some progress uh, here. Dio Kofensi is Managing Director at Dio Media and Communications, and we're speaking to Dio right now. It's great to have you on. Thanks for making the time. Good morning, Greg. How are you doing? I'm sorry I don't have concert tickets to offer for uh, your interview time tonight. I, that yeah, might be okay. illegal, A, but B, I, I wish if I had them, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd send you on a nice uh, date night tonight. I would. You're talking up my alley. Concert <laughs> tickets are my biggest weakness. That's all I love to do for fun. And well, I agree the Rogers Center is a very hard place to sell out. So to hear that the weekend is selling that out is pretty impressive. Yeah. when I know when, when Skydome opened, I drive up all the time from London to go to shows and that felt like a big, big deal, like new venue. You felt like you were in a spaceship, but that's before we had Molson Amphitheater, Bud Stage, and that's when we still had kind of older Maple Leaf Gardens and not the, the oh, yeah. not Scotiabank. So bands that could sell 20000 they had to play Skydome, and you don't have to now, but I mean... It's like I, you're dating yourself. Like, I, know. I know. <laughs> so I don't know where we're going with that terminology, but yes, I was there when it was Skydome too, and I saw Janet Jackson's Velvet Rope Tour there, and it wasn't sold out. It's a kind of a quirky venue for, for, for shows, but We'll see what the weekend can do in terms of filling that out. I, I still have. OK, I'm going to tell you this. I have a dream once a year where uh, I, I was I was way back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Summer 90 to get tickets to go see her either in Detroit or Toronto on the Rhythm Nation tour. Yeah. And it's one of my mm-hmm. great regrets not doing that. Like if if I were to make a solo album, Dio, I'd want Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis. They could make me funky. <laughs> I would want them to produce me. I really do. I think they could make me sound funky. They do it. <laughs> well, tell us about this uh, this amazing thing. 100 black-owned technology startups by 2025. U of T Scarborough campus involved and the Nobelum Innovator Program. Like, this ends up being big news. How did this uh, get going? How did this manifest itself? Well, I can tell you how I learned about it because I first need to let it be known that I am not running the show here. Mm-hmm. I am the communications partner in this. So, But it's been fascinating to observe how this team has pulled together Um, from kind of a grassroots perspective and decided that, hey, there are not enough Black-owned businesses that are are kind of feeling welcome in the space and getting the chance to really show their stuff and, and bring their innovations to the fore. So Melissa Ellis and her team at Nobellum have decided to create an opportunity for them to pitch their businesses. And what's really cool about this particular thing is that, you know, sometimes... People try to do something, but it's hard to get partners that are involved. But UTSC has been one of the partners that has provided the mentorship and the training through their um, Bridge and Hub program at the University of Toronto Scarborough campus. And now RBC is a partner, too. So not only are these Black entrepreneurs that are coming really not just from across Canada, but around the world, because, hey, it's the World Wide Web. People can now join anywhere, right, are getting the chance this weekend to pitch their or pitch their their products, pitch their businesses, and potentially get funding too, which is kind of a cool thing. Now, Greg, one thing I actually wanted to share, if I can say a couple more things here, is that cool? Yeah, totally. Well, yeah, I, I was eager to share um, the time and place tomorrow too. I know we'll get to that a couple different times, but yeah, f- fire away. Well, a part of so I so I have kind of several different things that I do, and one of the things that I also work on is with the Globe and mail in their Globe content studio. And they had an article recently that relates to what we're talking about. Because not only are entrepreneurs in general challenged in terms of getting funding, and I would know this from experience too, but 
while women entrepreneurs are often mentored, they're often underfunded. So part of this group at Nobelum, these black entrepreneurs, for sure there'll be women there. But mm-hmm. part of the challenge and the uphill battle in getting their businesses going is getting not just the mentorship, which many people can get, but it's that funding portion, right? So Nobelum has managed to be able to find a way to get partners at the levels of UFP and RBC and other partners to not just provide that mentorship, which is critical in getting going on a business, but well, also get that funding. Well, and that's I, I, actually an article that's in the Globe right now, written by Russell Arubel. I love the yeah. quote from Melissa Ellis from Nobellum because I think, and there's a little bit of a food analogy for people too, technology has all the ingredients the black community needs to thrive. We yeah. just need to figure out how to cook it. And that's a huge factor right there is you can have ingredients what are you going to do with them? A lot of businesses are like that. I mean, our business radio is like that. Do you have the people and, 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 but is everybody in the right place? And is everybody rowing in the same boat with the, with the right oars at the same time in, in the right lineup? All that's true. And I think, I think, about, I think there's, there's so many things that, that you can say sometimes and Nobellum is actually, but you got to say and do. I think we've realized that a lot the last two years, we can change our social media profile. We can have a black Instagram square. We can do this and do that. What are you doing in terms of, we can wear t-shirts, we can raise flags yeah. up and down. What are you yeah. doing in terms of building that ecosystem? And Nobellum looks like it's doing that the, with this and, and this tomorrow. And you talk about rowing a boat, but what about if you can't find a boat, buy a boat, or be in a boat? And this is what Nobellum is creating. People talk about businesses as if it's an easy thing to do, and it, and it isn't. As we know, and I know you've spoken to many people at businesses, they will talk about the challenges of doing it. But often in Black communities, especially those that haven't been represented or welcomed in many spaces, it's even just hard to find out where to buy these boats that we're talking about when you talk about rowing a boat. And this is kind of the infrastructure that Nobellum has created, which as someone who's been supporting behind the scenes, it's been so inspiring to watch these younger um, professionals kind of make this happen and the partners, too, that are making it work. It's really exciting. I mean, Mm -hmm. we talked about the Sky Dome a few minutes ago, so Mm -hmm. you now have a a sense of how old I am if I know what that is. (laughs) And I, so I'm not going to tell you how old I am. That's my last question, and I'm 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 going to go full on uh, uh, Diane Sawyer. We're going to get an answer out of you. (laughs) You're not going to get an answer about that. But the point is that I'm old enough to remember a time when just talking about these were big ideas that didn't seem to have the pull or the interest of the corporate of corporate Canada. And it's exciting to now be at a stage where, yes, with, you know, and we know the reason you talked about two years ago, so we don't need to talk about what happened mm-hmm. two years ago or why that happened. But the fact is um, it's happening and people are making those changes and it's exciting to see that shift. Dio Kofensi, our guest managing director at Dio Media and Communications. And just to mention, uh, I know all, all the pitches have been uh, sort of vetted and there's going to be uh, 10 groups tomorrow doing it. But it's between 11 and 7 a.m. at U of T Scarborough uh, at Highland Hall. Again, between 11 and 7 tomorrow. You can go to Nobellum.com, find out more there. And, and I bet you as well, um, the registration process has already come and gone. But nervous nights uh, to make a nervous night tonight to make uh, this pitch. Like job yeah, interviews right. are stressful, right? Yearly uh, critiques and reviews are stressful for employees, but this is kind of, you're going right into the shark tank, so to speak tonight. And, and I'm sure it's exciting as well to think about. Well, I don't need to go into any shark tank. So I am excited <laughs> for the people who are thinking about it, but I would agree. It is going to be a night of nerves for many of these entrepreneurs and any entrepreneur that's, that's in this space or trying to, to do this. And I'm hoping that those who are hearing that might not be 
you know, it is a little, it's a little tight now to be getting involved. You can watch online and observe mm-hmm. it, and it's also open to the public for those who want to check it out. But hopefully they feel inspired to even consider this, just because you might have an idea. Um, does, you know, there are people out there who are interested in hearing about it and getting it funded, and Novellum has proven to be one of those organizations, and there are many other organizations that are featured in many papers, including the Globe and Mail, that talk about um, other startups and venture capitalists that are looking for these great ideas. So the hope here, too, in this, in sharing it, even though for those who can't necessarily be part of it tomorrow, is to not be discouraged that if you have an idea, um, no matter what race you are, or where you're coming from, or how, how odd you think that idea is, someone out there is interested in hearing about it and making it pop. So don't mm. be discouraged, folks. I felt like we were making, we were moving in the right direction. We were very much, you know, looking through the windshield as opposed to the rearview mirror. And COVID happening when it happened during a time of trying to, you know, um, right some wrongs and uh, and and give people their proper turn at the at the plate, as it were. Um, we're the, the fact that we're moving out of that right now. The fact we can have this event in person. The fact that there can be such excitement about it. It's mm-hmm. really, really encouraging because it's a struggle to think, OK, we're going to move forward with this. And then something beyond all of our control across the entire planet kind of hits the pause button for a lot longer than we would have expected at the time. That's true. But I would say, too, if you, I don't know of how it worked for you. Um, but for me personally, yes, it's exciting that people are going to be there in person. But it, the, the pause gave a lot of people pause, a lot of companies pause to rethink what it is they're doing to support underrepresented individuals. Um, I think Nobellum had the time, too, to create and, and really ideate on what this project is going to be about this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there, there, yes, I know I've listened to your show over the past few months, and I know that you've talked a lot about the pandemic and, and sort of the, the, the difficulties of getting back into normal, quote, life. But there, there is a, a thought to be made here about what the pandemic has done to to give people pause, to recreate, to think differently yeah. about how businesses can support each other. Um, as I mentioned in that mm-hmm. article in the Globe and Mail, there's a lot of conversation about that too, and how women mm-hmm. can be better represented and better supported. So, yeah, excited. Like I don't, I'm excited oh. that I'll be there tomorrow to see it happen. But certainly, um, you know, maybe there's there was there was some not so terrible things that happened through the pandemic that we can reflect. Oh on no, too. no, no, no. You you got to everyone's got to make positives out of negatives, and and we've all done our best with that. I hope we get to have a lot more conversations, and I hope this goes great tomorrow. And uh, thanks for thinking of us to uh, to and, and our show specifically to to talk about this with Dio. Have a great weekend, and and let's uh, let's follow up later on it. Absolutely, Greg. Enjoy and um, be careful out there in those concerts. Get those things for me if you can, okay? I don't go to the mosh pits anymore. I don't. If, if my Doc Martens are uh, in the air and my head's closer to the ground, something went horribly wrong. It's not, uh, it's not 1993 anymore. I'm a little bit better I've behaved. I've experienced a mosh pit that kind of is me, so maybe I'll try it now and see how that goes. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, the Velvet Rope Tour was your, uh, was, that, that was your window. I feel like that was, uh, that was it. When, when all those tunes from so Control get come on, I think so. Dio, thanks so much for the time. You don't age me. No problem. Take care. Take care. Bye. Great to have you on. Dow Kofensi. Uh, 